With us today is Gordon Chang, and uh, he is the expert, the person that's in the know what's going on in the Far East, what's going on in China, and uh, his Twitter, Gordon G. Chang, and 24 hours a day you can stay in, in touch with him and find out what's going on. Uh, Gordon, uh, tell us, uh, what, give us an update of, uh, of what's going on currently. How is the trip uh, to Moscow? Uh, uh, is he back in uh, Beijing, etc.? Xi Jinping issued some ominous words on Wednesday when he said goodbye to Vladimir Putin. Um, he said uh, change is coming that has not occurred over the last hundred years. And then he said to Putin, and together we are driving that change. And what he's saying is that the world is dividing into camps. China and Russia are now forming an axis and that they are more important than the United States and the great Western democracies. Because he's saying, look, China and Russia are the ones in the catbird seat. And what he is effectively saying, John, is that they can act with impunity. So we should expect the worst. China and who are the current allies that uh, they're relying on or relying on China? Yeah, China is a transnational criminal organization. But to answer your question, um, we're looking at an axis of China and Russia at the core with China as the senior partner. And around it are the proxies. So, for instance, North Korea, Iran, Pakistan, Algeria. And that means that when conflict occurs in one place, it can spread to others. So we're talking about both ends of the Eurasian landmass and perhaps North Africa as well. So right now, we've got a China that believes it can do what it wants, and it's got friends and allies now who will implement its policies. So this is where the United States is in a quandary because Biden doesn't want to acknowledge the world has divided and that, therefore, he's not dealing with the world as it is, and therefore, he's not being effective. We understand that uh, uh, China has recruited Saudi Arabia uh, to become closer to Iran because, in my opinion, Saudi Arabia doesn't trust what's going on in Washington. Is there anything different? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. Um, Saudi Arabia had great relations with the United States during the Trump years. And then it saw a complete reversal of policy under Biden, because when Biden was running for president, he said that he was going to make Saudi Arabia, Arabia a pariah. Uh, that was because over the murder of Khashoggi. And that's exactly what Biden did. Um, and it's not just Saudi Arabia seeing this dramatic reversal in American policy. It's the other five members of the Gulf Cooperation Council. They plan and they're planning um, many decades in their development of the country's economies, and, and they need a, a consistent U.S. foreign policy, not one that changes with every change in administration. So that's why we're seeing these countries um, now get closer to China, because, um, you know, at least they don't like China. But on the other hand, they can count on what China is going to do, and they can't count on us. Now, if Saudi Arabia is getting nervous about depending on Washington, well, how do the other people feel? Yeah, exactly the same way. Um, Biden policy in the Middle East is a disaster, as it's been a disaster in Central America and, of course, in Eastern Europe. We're seeing the world fall apart. And that's why I think that we have passed from a 
a, trans, a year of years of uh, calm, general calm, to one of constant turbulence. So this is an ethical change. It is a deterioration in uh, the world, and Biden has presided over it, and you can trace it directly to his policies. Because we had four years of calm, peace, and prosperity during Trump, and now we've got the opposite. Understood. Um, what else you want to tell uh, the, the American people uh, which we're transmitting nationwide uh, today? What do we do? Well, I think that what we have to do is to cut our relations with China. And I know that for many people that sounds tr- drastic, but China is using every point of contact to subvert the U.S. The big news last week was TikTok. Um, the TikTok CEO testified before the House Committee on Commerce and Energy, and he was not able to answer questions. Uh, he wasn't able to answer questions on the surreptitious and illegal taking of data. Um, he did say, well, we plan to base it in the U.S., um, but that's not good enough for a number of reasons. And also, he was not able to answer questions which is more important, and that's the China's use of the TikTok algorithm that curates content. In other words, it's the algorithm that determines what your kids see, sees and don't sees. see. The TikTok CEO, um, CEO Chow Chu, was not able to talk about that because that's exactly what Beijing is doing. Anything new coming up on Taiwan? Uh, Taiwan's uh, former president, Ma Ying-jeou, is going to um, the China, um, and that is in preparation, I suppose, for the 2024 presidential elections on the island. Uh, the island right now, the president is tying when she's going to come to California um, to see House Speaker Kevin McCarthy at um, the Reagan Library. Um, Beijing is going to be upset about that, um, but it's important that we have good relations and strong relations with Taiwan, plus also that we be seen as supporting Taiwan. Because if we do that, yes, the Chinese will be angry, but they will back off because they don't want to take on the United States. Um, But right now, the Biden administration is not being strong as it needs to be on Taiwan. Now, I also understand that uh, I've been told by many, many ship owners that they load up on Russian oil, change the name of the ships, change the name of the, the, where, where the oil is coming from, and selling it to Europe, and nobody gives a damn. Yes, and this is a failure of the Biden administration because they know what's going on, but they're not doing much about it. Um, and I think that this is China looks at this and sees all the sanctions busting and then believes, well, it doesn't have to worry about sanctions being imposed on China should China invade Taiwan. So we're sending the wrong messages to uh, Taiwan, uh, to a China that already right now is arrogant and thinks it can act with impunity. We're reinforcing that image, and that means that war becomes more and more likely as China believes it can get away with it. Understood. Gordon Chang uh, and your Twitter at Gordon G. Chang is people should be on your Twitter. That way they know 24 hours a day what's going on. Thank you so much for filling in on a Sunday morning, the American people. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thank you so much, John. Thank you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? 
Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.